Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. And you can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And, as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or maybe it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I'm glad for that. Very grateful I have no desire to drink today. sitting here. It's raining at the time of this recording. It's lovely. My steaming, piping hot cup of coffee. Listening to the rain. There's some owls out there as well. I record this very early in the morning usually. Not always on the day. It's Posted, but um, as it is right now, it's dark out and it's raining and it's lovely. I got to go to a uh, celebration of life this past weekend, and somebody who got sober in 1975, somebody I met in Alcoholics Anonymous in 1989. She was about 5'1", I would say. Tiny woman. Respected. Funny. And really feared people were scared to death of her I was but more than that I was I was drawn to her she was um, she was the first person I ever met in my whole life who Um, I guess was just no bullshit and in a way that was clearly coming from love I'd met people who were no bullshit but you could tell they were 
I surmised they were coming from somewhere other than love. And maybe I was wrong. Been wrong about a billion times, but... This was the first person I sensed was coming from a really good place. And she was... She was really amazing. I've never helped anyone um, without her influence somewhere in it. She was like the... She was like... In a way, she was like the first person I've met who like... Gave me... Not literally, but in my mind, gave me permission to kind of do everything I do now. I mean... She has a hand in all the memes and the books and all of it. And it was really emotional. I don't know if I've ever been so emotional at a, at a, at a thing like that. And I've lost a lot of people that are dear to me and I've Lost people that are close to me, and but I don't know, a combination of all kinds of things in my life, my age, seeing all the people who I haven't seen in years, who I got sober with, I felt I felt her there, and I've always heard people say things like that, and I really paid much attention to it, or I didn't have any experience with it, but. This weekend, I had I had that experience. It was pretty powerful, and um, I cried a lot. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. Somebody there, who I met in I think ninety, I don't know, ninety two, got sober in ninety two. He was there. Just to go to the same meetings as him. He gave me a photograph. And he texted me a photograph of the old clan, as it were. Just this. It was a party for this person, a birthday party for this person that had taken place thirty something years ago. And there were so many people in that photograph that I haven't seen. I'm just getting emotional even talking about. It. There's so many people in there that I hadn't seen. Or thought about in, in years, and you know, you maybe you heard me tell the story about the time I was freaking out, and I thought, you know, I didn't know what was wrong, and I called this guy. You know, I called my sponsor, couldn't get a hold of him. Eventually, got a hold of a man who invited me over and told me that there was nothing wrong, and that's what was wrong. That I had to become comfortable being comfortable. That the problem was that there was nothing wrong and I was just comfortable being uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do. And I've shared that story on here, but he was in that picture. There's a guy I've also, I'm sure, talked about on here who was very polarizing. But I loved him. You know, there was... There's a lot of mixed feelings about this guy, but he's this German guy. He um sober a long time and 
you know, some people hated him and some people loved him. And man, he, he, he taught me a lot of stuff. I mean, he was, he was in the picture too. He was a guy who I called in the middle of the night one time because I couldn't get a hold of anybody. I mean, <laughs> you know what people did back then, you know, call people in the middle of the night. I don't remember what that was like. There's no, now you just silence your phone, but you know what we did back then. Anyways, I called him in the middle of the night and who knows what I was talking about. I was just running off at the mouth. I was just scared of this, that, and the other. And, and he, he did something that I never have forgotten. And he did something that I reference mentally. Um, Probably every single day of my life at some point he didn't get off the phone with me <laughs> he waited until I felt like we were done and um, kind of blew my mind you know I was talking I was talking and you know he stayed on the phone with me until I he didn't say oh you know all right you know how you get that. Okay. He never gave me that. He just stayed on the phone with me and talked to me until I felt better. And I don't know. At that time, that was a big deal to me. Helped me a lot. He was in the picture front and center with this woman. And... There were a lot of people in the picture that are still sober. And there's some people in the picture that have passed away. And there's some people in the picture that I don't know where they're at. People I didn't really even know. But it was kind of amazing the amount of people in this picture who either died sober or were still sober 30-something years later and at the center of this picture was this man I was just talking about and, and this woman whose memorial it was and and um, I don't think it's you know just I just I guess it made sense to me thinking about it that so many people around them stayed sober Because if you were gravitated towards those people, you, you wanted to know the truth. If you wanted to be around those people, you were open to being wrong. <laughs> and you were willing to hear it. And that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing to have. Being open to being, you know, they're like flashlights of the truth. And if you don't want that shining in your face, you've got away from them, got far away from them. What I mean by that is like, if you were, if you were, 
if you were manipulating, if you were trying to get away with bullshit, they would they would see it. I mean, they saw it. the stories that I heard at this event this weekend were so beautiful. A lot of them were about that kind of thing. People would go up and say, you know, this person told me she's told she said it like it was. You know, people said that a lot, and and um, at the end of it, it was very powerful. Um, man who was like emceeing it went up there and said. Um, he said, uh, stand up if she's ever allowed you to crash at her house. And a lot of people stood up. He's like, stay standing. Now stand up if um, you were ever sponsored by her. And a lot of people stood up and. And then makes me emotional thinking about it. And then he said, you know, stand up if if she ever said something that kept you sober one day. And so many people stood up. It was just I mean, I stood up. And a lot of the room was standing up at that point. It was very emotional. And her family was not in Alcoholics Anonymous like was just kind of blown away by this and really emotional and it was a really beautiful event and um, I don't know I don't know what it, what I what it left me with was I mean a lot of things but one of them was that you know these days, I, I, the people I hang out with in 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 AA are none of those people, but they're just down the street in a different, you know, different set of meetings that I don't normally attend because of the days and the times, and but they're all right there, and it's just Alcoholics Anonymous is so amazing that I've been going to certain meetings for now 12, 13 years now since I moved here, since I moved back here. And just literally a mile away, there's, you know, these meetings that are <laughs> been going on for 50 years that are still going on. It's just, I don't know. There's just a lot. I'm just thinking out loud sharing my thoughts about it all, but you know, there was also something something I learned. I learned a lot of this thing, but one of the things I learned was that her name was Mary. She's a little thing named Mary. Mary started this tradition there at this meeting that I went to for a really long time. It was one of the first meetings in town. And she started the tradition of um, when a newcomer would come in, getting a directory and and passing it around. And if it was a woman, all the women would write their numbers in there. And what I love to hear is that she would chase away 
men who tried to put their phone numbers in <laughs> a newcomer's directory. It was great. I mean, she would literally chase them. She really, you know, she was a little wee thing, but she was. Oh, she was so rad. Anyways, just have a lot of new perspective on things. Made me realize how many things I used to worry about then that just never mattered. I mean, that's a big thing. Seeing all those people, I was just thinking about all those things I used to freak out about that just never came to pass. Never, I, mem I remember very vividly worrying about so many things that never happened. Just the amount of hours squandered that might have been worthwhile for all kinds of stuff it's just it's just a beautiful journey i don't know just grateful today wanted to share that with you that's all if anybody needs to hear it i'll say everything is okay and i hope you have an amazing rest of your week I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you do the same.